buckle up. And welcome to John Sarabian and Mark Lahorn's Musicians and Beyond, where we bring you the backstage info on the life, lyrics, and long journeys of the music industry. We are dedicating today's episode number 22 to musiciansoncall.org. They're a fantastic organization that puts musicians into hospitals of children, adults, as well as veterans, and uh, tries to make a better day for the patients. It's quite a um, quite an organization. And so Mark and I are honored that we were a sponsor of a recent show that was just uh, just done in Nashville with 15 major singer and songwriters and musicians and beyond was a contributor to that for Musicians on Call. A nationwide organization. It really is. It's great. Yeah, it's it, great. All around the yeah. country, they send musicians in to change uh, the, what people are going through to try and make it a happier environment in the hospital. And if you want to make a donation, go to their website. Musiciansoncall.org. All right, there we go. Almost like we know what we're doing, Mark. Sometimes. You know... Um, Paige Davis, who was a recent guest on our show, and Morgan Miles, who was also a recent guest on the show, are both parts of Musicians on Call. They both have gone and done their service, yeah. and uh, they, they enjoy it. It's a great opportunity to, to uh, put a smile on someone's face and uh, give back to the communities that support music. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, having Morgan on last week on episode 21, that was pretty cool. She brought us some great insights um, and for those that don't know, she is uh, currently on The Voice. And I'm going to say, I mean, I've watched all of them so far, and she's definitely my favorite female on there. Oh, I like how you did that. You like that? Definitely your favorite female. Yeah. You know? I was going to take offense to that. Yeah, see? <laughs> I, I got you. So that was a little uh, preempt to uh, our favorite male. We are so honored and lucky to have in studio with us, Zachary Newbold. What's going Zach, on, everyone? What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. I'm Dude. so excited to be here. 19 years old. He's on The Voice. He's from Northborough, Massachusetts, and he is really, uh, if you didn't see that performance, go back and watch it. Came out with a little song uh, from by the Kings of Leon, um, and he did his own version of it. Yeah. I think it was 22 seconds, and he had two turns at the same time. Yeah, that was exciting. Yeah, what do yeah. you think when the when you see, saw the first chair turn? It was, it sent me into like a, made me a nervous wreck and also like so excited at the same time. I wasn't nervous when I walked on. Um, that came the moment those chairs turned around and I was like, this just got very real very quickly. Yeah. I, like I couldn't believe that they were both looking at me. It was just like crazy to see it actually all pan out this like dream of mine I've had forever. Yeah. It's pretty I, cool. Yeah, I mean, you've accomplished a lot at the age of 19. I mean, there's only one winner in the end of The Voice. But even to be considered is, is such an honor. I mean, you're, you're killing it. You're doing a great job. I honestly didn't see it coming. But, I mean, I have been working out of the while. Um, I started The Voice when I was 15, actually. Yeah. Um, and then just kept going with it and going with it. And um, I made it pretty far when I was 15. I mean, I went to California. I did that whole like week-long executive audition or whatever. And then just before I went out for the blind auditions, they ended up cutting me. So for a while, I was like, what, do I suck or something? Like, what happened here? <laughs> but um, then they ended up calling me back. They told me they would eventually, but I kind of lost hope because it was like years later. Yeah, I'm well, like, hey, being persistent. Again. I mean, you were persistent, and it, and it definitely panned out for you. So yeah. let me ask you, you, you just said something that struck me. Um, the Air 15, you got cut. 
did they reach back out to you or did you keep trying to go back on and reaching out to them and trying to uh, audition again? There were a couple times I sent out like emails and I just said like, hey, whatever, can you, could I like try this again? And I don't think I ever heard anything back. Um, and then come this year, they, they just reached out and said, hey, do you want to try it again? We can kind of like fast forward you through because you've been here before. We know that you know, you know the deal, you know, you know how to get through it. So um, yeah, they kind of just pushed me right on through and um that's pretty cool which I was like nice that. to know just because i was like pretty confident i'm like all right i i should make it on this time because like they they know who i am i should be in the system right and just like um, well they, they saw something obviously to reach back out and ask you to come back so they they, they um, definitely liked you the first time yeah i think they saw that i was also like consistent because i started a tiktok account i started posting on there quite a bit um and gained quite a big following so i think they saw okay um he's working pretty hard Maybe this is somebody that could be good for the show. So Excellent. I'm thinking maybe that's what they saw, but I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah, you just might not have had it at the time, and you, you've grown. And uh, obviously they saw something like Mark said. And <laughs> Looking back at your 15-year-old self four years ago, do you see a big change in how you perform and, and the way you carry yourself on stage? That's what I was just going to say. I sucked when I was 15. <laughs> I look back at it and I'm like, how did I even get there? Like, how did I make it as far as I did? Yeah, don't sugarcoat um, anything here. Just, you know. No, I was, I was bad. My voice was like so nasally at that point in time. Yeah. And I just like couldn't even push out notes. And somehow they saw something there still. Um, but I am happy they like held off just because I think it was a way better outcome this time now that I'm more matured. My voice is more matured and I kind of figured it out a little more. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. So now it's, excuse the, the wording, but it's almost like an overnight success. You know, you were known before that, but now that you've been on The Voice, I'm sure your followers on all your uh, social media accounts has blown up. Oh, yeah. It's, it was crazy. Right? I did it. Crazy. You're probably getting crazy messages from crazy people. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell by your face. There's been a few. But, yeah, um, I'm sure. I'm sure. Can you, what's the craziest message you got? I got one saying, like, I felt so bad about myself until you said you were 19 because you made me feel all sorts of ways or something like that. Wow. I was like, I was like, all right, that one's a little out there. But, you know, they make me laugh at least. Yeah. So, um, no, that's... Yeah, there was... It's really just been a ton of everyone just reaching out and saying, you sing really good, but you're so damn cute or something oh. like that. <laughs> I'm like, so can I even sing or do you just like... <laughs> right, right. Well, you, you got the whole package, right, Mark? You, you, you apparently do. And it, it, obviously for Gwen and uh, Camilla, you set a tone there. And uh, they obviously liked your, not just your voice, because your voice obviously caused them to turn around. But it was a big reaction for them, both of them when they saw you. Yeah, in the moment, I didn't realize any reaction. I didn't even hear Gwen saying, I love you, like, <laughs> yelling that to me. I didn't hear any of it because I was just like, I need to sing, do the best performance I can do, and then get off the stage so I don't have to be so worried anymore. I wish I did, like, take in the moment a little more, though, looking back at that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sure you get caught up in it. It's hard, hard not to be lost. You get the lights, you get the crowd, you get the, yeah. these four sitting in front of you. Um, had Blake turned, would you have picked him? Blake was actually my top pick, yeah. Um, but then again, I did go on saying that Gwen was my, like, second pick. Yeah. And Gwen turned, and I didn't pick her. So it all goes to show. It's like whoever's the most convincing at the time, and it seemed like Camila just really understood everything. Um, in the moment, she was just saying how she's been in my shoes before. She got it. Um, and she was, like, critical. And I know some people don't like criticism, but I actually really liked that because I'm like, okay, this could really – teach me quite a bit. I know Gwen could have taught me a lot too, but she, um, 
don't know. She was very like interested in the moment, and I was mm. like, "All right, this might be a good pick for me." I'm uh, watching your your parents in, in in the wings. Your mother was really excited. Your dad was deadpan, just looking at you like no change in his expression. You know, <laughs> well, is it's he a like proud that moment, at home? Right up until the end when he got angry, I didn't pick one. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, you never know who you're going to end up with, really, the way the show goes, right? Someone could steal you. Someone yeah. could, you know, we don't know how, yeah. how things are going to pan out. Um, you got to experience a, like, just a straight face. And um, you also got to experience my dad be angry. Those were, <laughs> those were the two emotions there. Okay. I didn't get to see any excitement, but I promise you, like, deep down, it was, it was there. I'm sure he's proud of you. Is he a musician as well? No, not, oh. not in the slightest. So where do you, where do you get the talent? Um, well, my mom can sing, like, pretty good. Yeah. Um, but she never really took it too seriously. That's why on the show I was just, um, I just kind of said nobody in my family does it. But, like, my mom sings, my aunt sings. My aunt's really good. She used to sing quite a bit in, like, church and stuff like that, I think. Yeah. Um, but nobody ever really went, like, crazy with it and, um. That's the reason I said that, like, I'm the only one that does it. But as far as, like, the guys in my family, they're all practically tone deaf. Okay. Like, they, <laughs> so, so they can't hold a note. You're a singer, a songwriter. You play the guitar. You play the, the piano. Yeah. A little bit of drums. But, a little um, bit of drums. Enough to fake it, yeah. I like to say. <laughs> but, when, uh, when did you first know this is what you wanted to do? Um, fifth grade. I was in chorus. Um, there was a solo for the song Happy by Pharrell Williams. And um, I went home and I said to my parents, I'm like, should I do this? Because they've heard me sing around the house in the shower, stuff like that. And um, they're like, yeah, but be prepared to actually get the part and sing in front of people because you're going to get it. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm not good enough for that, thinking all this stuff. I went in, did it. They, she ended, my music teacher ended up giving me the part um, that same day. And then I went up on stage and I performed it for all the parents and everything, all the families, and they all loved it. And I was like, I can actually make people happy with this. This is awesome. Um, and yeah, I just fell in love with it from then on. Right. Uh, and is this a solo gig that you do, or is it a duo, or do you have a whole band? How do you, how do you I roll was, out there? I was doing acoustic duos. Um, with this one of my brother's great friends, also one of my friends. Obviously, I met through him. He's a great guitarist, um, and. I just kind of wanted to, recently I stopped just because I want to try and go my own way with it and kind of just start playing out myself. So I've been trying to learn some stuff and starting this week probably I'm going to start go looking for a bunch of venues around the area just because I'm so sick of going to New Hampshire. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. <laughs> well, you just mentioned, you know, you're doing your own thing. You're trying, you're very creative. You write as well. Um, you said you had a lot of new or a lot of your own original uh do you write with partners, or do you like to just... I do it all by myself yeah. for the most part. Um, the only problem I've had recently is actually... I love how it sounds when it's just me and my guitar. But the moment I actually try to make the music, I like... Sometimes I'm just like, this is not coming out the way I thought it was going. Um, and that's partially because you have this other person, like the producer in this case, who's putting their mind into it as well. And you end up clashing on ideas, and I can never get my ideas fully out. So um, they'll sound good, but not exactly what I envisioned. So I'm trying to teach myself all the software and stuff, like Logic and this and that. But Yeah, there's a big learning it's curve. A pain. There's a lot that goes into it. I mean, just from the time that you're thinking of what you want to write all the way to, to yeah, it goes hear, to press. You hear people say it all the time, that you know you, they sat down and heard the, the song one way. And then, uh, you know, uh, other influences come into effect. And, and 
by the time they're done, it's not even the same song. It has nothing that it started out as. And, and sometimes people are happy about it, and sometimes they're not. Well, it just tends to lose the emotional the emotion I initially put behind all these words and the, the melodies I came up with, and I kind of got to rework the song once the music comes in. I, I just don't love that. The process of transforming a song, like you, you did Kings of Leon, you did uh, Need Somebody. Yeah, so when, I mean, you, when you try and rework a song that someone's already done, I mean, that song's so well-known, and you're going to change it up. How do you get to that point where you, you're, you're comfortable with the way you're doing it? I just go for it. I, I made this idea, and I'm like, I want it to be like a soft, piano-y type ballad feel in the beginning. And um, I just brought it to the band at the rehearsals, and I just said, this is my vision for it. Can you guys make this come to life a little bit? And the band was, was so good there. And they just, like, immediately brought it to life. And I'm like, yeah, that's actually exactly what I wanted. That's pretty cool. <laughs> like, you just made it exactly what I wanted. So then I took that instrumental, and I just kept running melodies over it, and I went... And then I just said, oh, this sounds really cool. But well, it obviously worked. You did a good job. And, yeah, you and did I a did fantastic job. Everyone responded well to it. I'd like to hear him play a little something, Mark. He's brought his guitar with him. Absolutely. I mean, we can't let it sit there. That. It'd be terrible to let it sit there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, would you like to play us uh, a little something something? I'm definitely out of tune. I mean, it was just That's okay. Well, you you should hear us. <laughs> Puppies off two seconds. <laughs> I thought you were a lefty. I am, um, but I taught myself guitar righty because uh, that's what everyone did. I didn't know lefty guitars existed until I already taught myself. <laughs> so I was like, well, shit, I just went through all of that, and now, and wow. now I just like know how to play it righty. So, um, Do you ever switch over and play lefty? I never tried it. Um, That'd be interesting. I just that, don't want to buy a lefty that, guitar. That whole story, Mark, <laughs> is worth us. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. <laughs> All right. Nothing will make me sound good, so it doesn't matter. I'm with you. Hey, hey. I said, I'm, I'm with you. I, I oh. doubt that about you sound. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here in studio at Musicians and Beyond with Zachary Newbold, and he is going to play us a song. All right, which one do you want to hear, though? That's the real question. Wow, this, we got a choice. <laughs> is this in a, do you like, uh, how familiar are you with Zach Bryan? A lot of people like them. Yeah. Probably heard the song on the radio. Yeah, why not? All right, I got it. It'll be fun by just I'm telling you, baby. These things eat at your bones and drive a young man crazy. But when you place your head between my collar and jaw, I don't know much, but there's no weight at all. And I'm damned if I do, and I'm damned if I don't. If I say I miss you, I know that you But I miss you in the mornings when I see the sun Something in your end tells me you're not done 
just a man to me You're all I am Where the hell am I supposed to go? I poison myself again Something in your hands Tells me I'm never coming home If you leave today I'll just stare at the way The orange touches all things around the grass trees and do how I stay you please turn those headlights around I need to hear you say been waiting all night It's all in sensing in your eyes and all Your voice only trembles when you try to speak Take me back to us is what you used to create Just a man to me You're all I am Where the hell am I supposed to go? Poison myself again Something in your hands Tells me you're never coming on If you leave today I'll just stare at the way The orange touches all things around Grass trees and do how I stay you please turn those headlights around. I'll just end it there for you guys. I'm not going for that is that was awesome. Awesome. Great job. Warm up while doing it. I started a little rusty there, but I was like nineteen year old (laughs) Zachary Newbold from Northboro, Massachusetts, voice contestant on uh, season twenty two. Season twenty two. On live with us, episode twenty two. Musicians and beyond. That was awesome, man. I was a little rusty at the start. I was trying to like. Oh, that was no. That was. Uh, thank you guys. Fantastic. Damn, yeah. that boy can sing. Yeah, he can. Yeah, he <laughs> yes. can. So, uh, you know, you, you've done a lot, but you're only 19. Yeah. Where do you see yourself in, you know, five or ten years? Hopefully, uh, with the option to be in those chairs in the show. Not that that's something I want to do, but in a place where I'd be able to do that and be like one of those. Superstar judges, but <laughs> I'd like to get to that point. Um, but, uh, we'll see where it goes. Only time will tell, I guess. And yeah, and I heard Blake is leaving the show. Yeah. What do you think that about a, that? Or, was a surprise to me. Yeah. Happy I got to experience him before he left, but yeah. um, looks yeah, like I made amazing. it just in time. What's the interactions with the judges on the show? You, so you're on Camilla's team, but how often do you see the other judges? Not too often. Not often you yeah. usually just stick around your own, your own coach for the most yeah. part. Um, I mean, you see him. Like a fair amount, but um, nothing nothing crazy. But in the short times, I did get to hang out with Blake. He was just a lot of fun. Oh, I can <laughs> only imagine. I hope you got some pictures so you can keep that in your memory book. I wish I actually didn't get a picture with yeah, any you of the coaches it. besides Camila. But, yeah. um, it's funny. Um, Camila is, is the coach of Morgan also. That's so true. Two Team of our Camilla. guests. Two of our guests. We have fans of Team Camilla, that's for sure. That, that we are. Absolutely. <laughs> Tell us... Um, Give us a fun fact about you, like something that people don't know. 
Uh, see, I like fishing, but that was on the that was on the show already. So now yeah. people know that. <laughs> so you're Fun an outdoorsman, a musician. I do like the gym a lot. It's one of my hobbies. But now you can't even tell because I was in lockdown in California, <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't get the chance to go to the gym. So I was like just slowly shrinking the whole time I was there, and now I'm just trying to get back into it. But it's, yeah, it's, interesting because before the show, before we started taping, you were talking about you know the routine for being on The Voice and how strict they were and that you were literally in lockdown. Like, you were stuck in your room and you weren't allowed to go out. Yeah, well, I mean, it's understandable just because if you get COVID, I mean, it's game over for, like, everyone needs to be able to get up there and sing and they have to ensure that. So um, it definitely makes sense that that's something. You've been, you know, recording has, uh, most people know, happened in the past. You've kind of moved to a certain part where where some of the episodes you see now are old, time-wise. Um How's it feel to be that far removed, but still, it's still going to be a whirlwind where everything's still happening around you. You're, you're committed to doing press. What's that like? It's different, <laughs> much <laughs> different than what I was used to prior. Just because, um, I don't know. I, I really didn't do too much as far as like anything like this. I do my few gigs. I get the attention I got at gigs, whatever. And then I go home, and it was back to just like regular life. Um, but now it's like. A lot of pictures, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of, like saying lines that people tell you to say and stuff, and this and that, and you're on news stations. It's just it's, it's unreal stuff. Stuff I never thought I'd actually do, but now it's finally here. So that's pretty good. Enjoying it? Oh, I love it. I I love being the center of attention. I'll, I will admit that. Um, it's definitely different though. So still getting used to the whole interview process and. Um, the hardest part I've found is working my words around because I'll like ramble on and not, it, it'll stop to make, it'll stop making sense and I'll just be going and going and going. So I'm trying to get used to interviews. As part of the show, is there training, is there coaching on that aspect of it as well? Do they supply you with anything along the lines? I, I wish. They yeah. just throw you out there. <laughs> it's just kind of a go for it. Um, I mean, because I feel like it's supposed to be kept real. Mm -hmm. So you're supposed to be the most genuine version of yourself you can be. Um, so I think that's the goal of the show. That's pretty good. Okay. So when the show was taping, because I, you know, they tape a lot of them previous to showing them on TV, do you sit on the side stage and watch the other musicians? I wish we could. Yeah. Um, but no, I didn't get to see you, any you of them. I mean, you could hear them every once in a while. Yeah. But, um, so beside yourself, was there another musician that's on the show that you that really jumped out at you that you thought was you know really good or want to collaborate with in the future such a hard pick um yeah there's so many great musicians first person that pops into my head is um Jaden luke he was just up against uh bodie i think their battle was posted on like instagram i think it already aired i didn't get to watch the other night because i was so busy um but his voice is just it, it he doesn't even have to do much with it he can just keep this like just the same thing going, but it sounds so good. And the kid can write like crazy. He's yeah. such a good writer. I don't know. He just stood out to me because he's like, there's a ton of other people that did, but he just like jumps in my mind right away just because yeah. he's all around just like an artist. And um, like you can't call him a singer because he's like, he's like an Ed Sheeran type person yeah. almost where they can just write. And he's sick of guitar too. So that's another thing. Yeah. Do you think any of the other contestants that you'll join up with in the future and, and do a side project? I would love to. Um, 
the only problem is they're so far away, and I'm yeah. broke right now. <laughs> I can't fly out there. Um, but um, I'm sure along the lines, there's definitely some more that are local. Um, another person who's awesome, just all around another one that just popped in my head is um, Devix. Um, he was actually one of my closest friends there. Um, I think I'll definitely meet up with him at some point. Um, I got to drive like seven, eight hours for it, but... Yeah. Might be worth just getting a flight. Yeah. <laughs> Make them come to you. So we'll meet up halfway or something. Yeah. John asked earlier, you know, where you saw yourself in five years, ten years. You know, it, do you have any aspirations to put yourself in another part of the country to to get closer to the industry? Um, I'd love to move to Nashville. I just love the idea of it, but I definitely want to go down there and check it out before I go make the move. Because <laughs> I haven't actually been down there. I've just heard great things. Um, or definitely just south in general. Like, music aside, I just want to move to more southern states. Um, I just love the weather. And um, I also like the the typical, like, southern lifestyle you hear about as far as just, like, a lot more land and well, sub, a lot of parts down south. We can tell you from, from experience, Nashville's a lot of fun. It's a great spot to be. We have friends that live down there. We have friends that just moved down there. Um, Charleston, South Carolina, another great spot. Check out that. Yeah, get around. Go go see where you want to be, but there's some definitely some spots you should see. I just want to do a lot of dirt biking and stuff. So <laughs> anywhere I can get land, just like count me in. Yeah, That's where I, I want to be. He's an outdoorsman. You'll 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 like it down there. There's plenty of land. Uh, um, and we get friends in the real estate business down there in Nashville. We do. We do. Definitely help you out. Yeah. That's cool. Um, is there a musician that you would love to be on stage with? Oh, such a hard pick. Uh Combs, Morgan Wallen. Um, I like country singers a lot, if you can't tell. <laughs> yeah. But um, I'm with you. Um, John Mayer. I love John Mayer. The ones that are popping into my yeah, head right now. Yeah, a couple of them that you just mentioned got their start on The Voice. Yeah, I know um, Luke Combs got rejected from The Voice. Yeah. Morgan did Morgan pretty good. Morgan Wallen did pretty good, but then they still rejected him. Yeah. <laughs> and, look, and look at him now. Yeah. So no matter how far you go on the show, doesn't really dictate how far you're going to go in the music industry. Correct. And you never know what happens. I mean, you do never know. Yeah. This is um, we're thrilled that you came in. Um, I'd love. To, I'd like to hear another song. I think it would be wonderful. So before you do that, you, you, you talked about you know your day to day. You, you made it over here by the skin of your teeth, running like crazy. They book you here. They book you there. Mm. You, so you have a manager that's actually getting you out there, a, a scheduler. Is that part of the show or is that separate and, and now part of your full-time life? That's part of the show. I mean, it's very convenient to have. Like, <laughs> um, no, that's part of the show still. But also, I do like scheduling stuff for myself, too, just yeah. because I'm, like, constantly sending. you got to send the phone number, the email, the name, and say, hey, I'd love to do this interview. Is this approved? And you got to send it over send it back and then it's just like this it gives that middle person so you have to deal with just another right person in the middle and it just adds another step it's you're looking to take control of your life back as soon as this is over yes <laughs> I, I i like being in control i mean it's extra work in the long run but i, I like knowing exactly what's happening yeah. and doing it all basically on my own it's just easier for me that way i always like to look at the chords just because i feel like i want to mess up <laughs> Pick your favorite. Try a little James Arthur one that gets pretty high. Okay, again, ladies and gentlemen, here at Musicians and Beyond, 
We have a contestant from The Voice in studio, Zachary Newbold, 19 years old from Northborough, Massachusetts, and he is going to play us a tune. Someone asked me once in an interview What was growing up like? Where'd you go to school and what would you do? I'm doing this I'd be driving my first car on an air dodge Trying to make rent with a dead end job Just making do With tips in the jar My guitar with an old bar stool I'll have a Friday night crowd in the palm of my hand Couple brown liquor, couple buddies in a band Singing them same damn songs like I am now I'll be feeling on fire on a hardwood stage Bright lights like lightning running through my veins At the Grand Old Opry on a show in some no-name town Still be doing this if I wasn't doing this Still be the same guy I knew back in the day Who was burning CDs just to get away Making his dues If I wasn't doing this Five deep in a van, head full of steam Heart on the hills and my neon jeans Baby, come true Living this life just like I was born to do I'll have a Friday night crowd in the palm of my hands Couple brown liquor, couple buddies in the band Singing them same damn songs like I am now I'll be feeling on fire on a hardwood stage Bright lights like lightning running through my veins At the Grand Old Aubrey on a show in some no-name town I'd still be doing this if I wasn't doing this It ain't about the fame It ain't about the fortune It ain't about the name it ain't about the glory I guess I'm saying it's always been down I'll eat a Friday night crowd in the palm of my hands Couple brown liquor, couple buddies in a band Singing them same damn songs like I am now I'll be feeling on fire on a hardwood stage Bright lights like lightning running through my veins At the Grand Old Aubrey on a show in some no-name town Still be doing this if I wasn't doing it Someone asked me once in an interview What was growing up like, which Go to school and what would you do If you weren't doing this Well, 
done. Well done. Uh, well done. Yeah, Zachary Niebold. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Zachary, how do people find? It's a tough one for me today. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing just I'm great. Like, You're doing like, great. And well, we understand flemmed, this is I'm your like third. Flemmed up here too, <laughs> and I'm like, ugh. It'll like hit you in the middle of it, and you feel your nose get all tickly. And like, <laughs> oh, here we go again. I hate when that happens. Uh, benefits of being sick. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, we appreciate you coming in. How do people find um, all the information on you and see your videos and all that? Um, so you can go on Instagram, TikTok, um, YouTube, and uh, so Instagram is Zachary Newbold. That's Z A C H A R Y N E W B O U L D. And TikTok is same thing, but just Zach Newbold. And YouTube is also just Zach Newbold. Cool. So. Cool. Yeah, I spent some time last night watching some of the videos. Very impressive. Thank you. Very impressive. Wish I could. I'm, I'm going to post more soon. I just. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't think I'm allowed to yet, but. <laughs> no, yeah. I know there's stuff out there soon. Yeah, you're really uh, under the gun of what you can say and what you can't say. And, mm. you know, we know that that's difficult for you. Um, but, you know, we really are super happy that you came in and, and you shared your good music. And, you know, we're going to follow your journey no matter what happens with the voice. Um, you know, you got big things coming. And, and you know, I, I know you're proud of yourself. Your family's proud of you. And, you know, we're looking forward to to watching your journey. Yeah, you know, I think, I think you know, we got to get you out there in front of a lot, lot more uh, booking agents, get you at Loretta's. Um, I think that, have you ever played Loretta's yet? No, I haven't. We're going to have to get you on stage there. Where's that? Downtown Boston, near Fenway. Yeah, it's one of the Loretta's most. Loretta's last call. Yeah, one of the most popular country bars in the area. I can fake some country for a night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you in there. We'll contact our friend Matt Casey, who was the one who put together that uh, Musicians on Call fundraiser in Nashville. in Nashville that we supported. And Matt, Matt has a thing, New England to Nashville, and uh, he's a, uh, Big supporter of local musicians and likes to make sure you get uh, get out there and get in front of more people. So yeah, actually, he's one of the best friends of uh, of Morgan Miles. That's true too. Get out there when we're feeling hundred <laughs> percent. Give a really good performance. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry, I didn't do as good as I did on the show today. But you, like. <laughs> listen, you, you did damn well, and I'm going to tell you. I think we're all very excited to uh, watch this journey. As John said, we'll, we'll be paying attention, but I think there's going to be a lot more fans of yours around here ready to go to a show and see you uh, perform live. So. So let's make that happen. Again, ladies and gentlemen, that was Zachary Newbold, and we appreciate you coming into the studio and, uh, you know, sharing your information, your music, your stories, you know, what you can say up to this point. And we're going to be watching, uh, we're going to be watching The Voice. It's on tonight and tomorrow night. Yeah, very and, uh, excited for you. And then, you know what? Uh, kudos to your parents, keeping you so well-grounded. You, you, you got a, a, yeah, great a great kid. personality and, and disposition, and, and you're absorbing all this really, really well. So they've, they've done a great job with yeah, you. Yeah, he's a great he's kid, Mike. Great kid. A young guy, really, you know, got the world, world in the uh, palm of his hands right now. You're not kidding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Imagine that, being 19 years old, being an overnight sensation. Having Camilla swirling in her chair. Yeah, um, yeah. I think we gained a new friend here. Today, I think Mark. we did. I, yeah. I, I'm, and it's a friend that we're going to sp- spend a lot of time watching grow and mature and and uh, and advance in this industry. So yeah, he's got big things coming. So <laughs> well, there, there's a funny thing. Before we go, if you weren't doing music, what would you be doing? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be doing anything else. I don't know. I I really don't want to be doing anything else. I mean, I went to school uh, last semester for business psychology, but like 
I can do it. I can get the good grades, but like I dread every last second of it. Yeah. You were born to be a musician. Yeah, I think so. Excellent. Awesome. Awesome. Good. Well, it's a great way to end the show. And thank you again for being our friend. Uh, thank you guys for having me.